Hi, I'm Kristen Johnston, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, we're going no, to no. take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. I'm Christopher Wright. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. It's Sunday, January 25th, 2015, and you're listening to our 100th episode of The Dinner Party Show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want some more. Whatever. <laughs> and tonight we will not be talking about the fact that there has been... An outbreak of measles in the state of California caused by narcissistic asshole parents who think modern medicine and the scientific method are conspiracies dreamed up by mad supervillains intent on preventing them from screwing up the lives of their kids. Is that what causes measles? We won't be discussing the fact that the only people at risk in this outbreak are other children who have not been immunized because their parents have chosen to ignore the fact that the single study falsely linking vaccines to autism was retracted by the very publication that first polluted the public consciousness with it. Never mind the seven subsequent studies that have disproved any link between vaccines and autism. While we feel sorry for any children whose parents care for them only in accordance with their own superstitious, self-rationalizing narratives, we will not pretend not for one second that this completely avoidable outbreak of a potentially dangerous illness has been caused by anything other than the very cancerous combination of arrogance and ignorance that is currently corroding the fabric of public life, public health, and public debate in the United States of America. Furthermore, <laughs> from sea to shining sea. Get your shots. We'd like to add <laughs> that there is no such thing as a debate between facts and feelings. Feelings can be used to debate feelings, Ooh. and facts can be used to debate facts. Debate. So please, news media, stop acting like a position for which there is not a single shred of scientific evidence has standing in a medical debate just because you have cryon to fill at the bottom of the screen. Enough of this bullshit already! <laughs> I thought we'd eliminated measles. <laughs> so we had. Uh, well, we'll try again. Better luck next time. <clears throat> we also have no comment on the adolescent, and by adolescent I mean teenage, Florida man who was able to pass as a gynecologist at a <laughs> West Palm Beach medical center for more than a month. <laughs> Apparently, all you have to do is pra to practice medicine in the greater Florida area is show up in a white coat. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
After the young man's discovery, authorities were notified and he was taken into custody where we can only assume that he was given a pat on the back and high fives all around by the arresting officers. A spokesman for the hospital in question said, quote, the security and safety of patients is our highest priority, close quote, to which we feel compelled to say, really? Is it really? How could we tell? Beyond that, the only thing we have to say on the subject is Florida. Come for the shootings. Stay for the unlicensed medical procedures. (laughs) We need a Florida sound effect. (laughs) Okay, tonight we will also not be talking about the fact that uber hottie Jonathan Groff answered a set of questions on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, which basically took me out of the running as a potential boyfriend. When asked what turned him on in a mate, Groff expressed a preference for guys who were balding, hairy, and versatile. Three things I'm not. Yet. We'll also not be discussing our regular guest Alec Mappa's assertion that I am far too self-obsessed to date any actor, but maybe Alec will discuss it himself when he joins our show again this Sunday. But until then, we're not talking about it, and I'll just go back to leering at Logan Lerman at my gym. What did Andy Cohen say in answer to those questions? (laughs) He immediately ripped off his toupee. Uh, also, we can hardly bear to discuss hideous, hateful Oklahoma State Representative Sally. My husband must have been gay and I'll get even with him if it's the last thing I do, Kern, who has gone on a one-woman hate campaign that may get her granted her own personal chapterhood in the KKK or the Family Research Council or some other noteworthy hate-based organization. Reprehagative Kern is sponsoring three bigoted and unconstitutional pieces of legislation to make her hatred of gay people clear and to be sure everyone knows about it. One piece of her ludicrous and unenforceable legislation will punish state employees for obeying the law and doing their jobs. If those jobs involve issuing marriage licenses or administering any and all federal and state-sponsored benefits to the citizens of Oklahoma by revoking those employees' state salaries, pensions, and reneging on any of the state's other legal obligations in the event that those employees process paperwork to which reprehensible Kern might object. Bill 2, the so-called Freedom to Obtain Conversion Therapy Act seeks to legalize child abuse in the state, and the third bill would roll back civil rights and allow businesses to refuse service to gay people, or I guess anyone they feel like refusing service to. (sighs) What could go wrong? All we can think to say to Reprofuckface Kern (laughs) is thanks for doing your part to make Florida look better, one incompetent legislative fucktastrophe at a time. (laughs) As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's livecast of the Dinner Party Show and our 100th episode. Fucktastrophe. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Good night, good news, and happy 100th episode, Christopher and Eric. This is Breck Artery, TDPS News. Hi, happy 100th episode of The Dinner Party Show, Christopher and Eric. You couldn't have done it without me because I'm amazing. Welcome back to a salute to pre-produced audio segment. The most overproduced segment that we've ever done. <laughs> Not since the Will Rogers Follies has something been so produced. I'm Christopher Rice, <laughs> and, and, you're, and you're Eric, Eric Shaw, Shaw Quinn. Quinn. And we didn't do our hand thing before the show. Do the hand thing. We're doing a fist bump. We usually do a good luck fist bump, and tonight we forgot to do it because there's so much going on, like our guest not being here. Right. Unfortunately, we love Jeffrey Self, but he got a job that actually pays in New York City. And we're very happy for him. And so what, he is literally- What's the gig? Uh, he's doing something, a project called Difficult People with Julie Klausner and Billy Eichner, both of whom are- They're big. more difficult than we are? <laughs> well, they give him a check and we don't. Oh, see, that seems like they're much easier to get along with. The dinner party show is free for all who work on it. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> we are a total nonprofit organization, whether we like it or not. We're not that crazy about it. We're applying for 501c3 status. It, but anyway, we will still be doing the Winter Games, of course, and we have lots of uh, voice messages from our party line. If this is your first time listening to the show, l- allow us to let you know. 323-PEZ-TDPS, P-E-Z-T-D-P-S, is where you can leave any kind of voicemail for us, and we just might be crazy enough to play it on the show. Right, and we've played some pretty crazy shit so so far, so the bar is pretty low. It's pretty Yeah, so low. drink a bottle of tequila and call our party line and see what happens. I was checking the Twitter machine and the Facebook machine earlier, and it looked like people, I think people do drink while they listen to our show. Well, it is a dinner party. It is, it is, but I don't I think, think they eat. seems appropriate. I think they don't want to cut the alcohol with anything. That really kills your buzz. Yeah, <laughs> I totally understand that. That's a really good choice. We're, they're a very smart group of people. Our listeners are nobody's fool. Our listeners full. are smart. And Jeffrey said he will come back. He promised he will come back and talk to us about difficult people and all kinds of other things as soon as he gets back. Absolutely. So we'll keep you posted. <clears throat> so to celebrate our 100th episode, our lovely sound designer, Brandon Griffith, has put together something that we here in show business lovely call and talented. a gag reel. And we're going to play it for you right here. Try not to gag. He's just trying to collect stuff for his gag reel. Okay, let's start at the top, shall we? What the fuck? And for all the pre-Oscar show excitement, live from the red carpet, it's TDPS's most special caller. Hope springs eternal, bitch. (laughs) Brandon and I aren't going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be happy to sit here and watch you completely fucking melt down. (laughs) Okay. Damn it, I wrote this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Did I? <laughs> Hi, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And I should probably say the rest <laughs> of my line. I'm Christopher Rice. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see. And he's doing the show alone. Today. I'm Christopher Rice, and, and Eric Shaw Quinn is swallowing some more tea. I'm Christopher Rice. <clears throat> and I'm not quite ready. I'm not ready. <clears throat> Oh my God! We're gonna. We're already taking a tone. Yeah, oh, it's his birthday. We have to be nice to him until yeah, midnight. Absolutely. Also, we will not be discussing the blacklist because there is no downside. So it would be good, better, best show. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so this will always be the intro, except not. Black and white thinking with Eric Shaw Quinn. For you. Let's start over. Why? You're the only one who fucked up. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you do sound a little drowsy every Sunday at 5 Motherfucker, shut the fuck up. Get away from me. Get off my foot. Eric Shaw, great. Stomach reel. Time for sounds. Girl. 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 Did you girl me, girl? Okay, let's do the next one before we lose our Before we start sucking again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do this. I fucking hate turtlenecks. Can we do a show about how much I hate turtlenecks? Okay. Uh, We're not talking euphemism here. We mean actual turtlenecks. We mean actual fucking turtlenecks. No. We can't do that. Okay. <clears throat> when Anne Rice, also known as Christopher's mother, releases Prince Lestat on October 29th, and not to be outdone by his mom, Christopher will be releasing one, and not to be outdone by his mom, Christopher, and not to be outdone by his mom, Christopher will be releasing not one, but two books before the year. <laughs> Sorry. Before the- <laughs> you let me muff that line four times no, and I then told coming. me. And by the way, that's the wrong line. <laughs> now that you've struggled to get it right. Now you're on solid footing, and you can get it wrong in a new way. I can't hardly wait. Let's see how I can fuck this up. <clears throat> Pull your face out of the soundproofing, Christopher. Thank you so much for reading all of that for me so I didn't have to toot my own horn. Maybe you could sound a little less like you're yelling that into a bullhorn and actually like you're talking to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much for reading all of that for me so I didn't have to toot my own horn. That's what friends are for. Yeah, well, let's hope you finish your book so we can celebrate its release soon as well. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) I finished my book last spring, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah, let's... Say this a different way. <laughs> yes, and you're working furiously to get your next book, Ghost Story, ready for release. Hopefully we'll be celebrating that soon as well. That's right. I'm hard at work. And <laughs> I'm hard at work, you fucking bitch. Hi. Happy 100th episode of the Dinner Party Show, Christopher and Eric. Up. Uh, hold on. Jordan didn't go. I've lost Jordan. Ah, the show's canceled. <laughs> we have nothing. Nothing except Eric's opinions about stuff. <laughs> All right, put that on the gag reel and smoke it. <laughs> so basically, the moral of our gag reel is that our, our gags aren't funny, but Eric's bitchy comments about them are. <laughs> Well, I hope that was amusing to anybody besides us. It was. Everybody here was laughing. Yeah. Brandon Griffith was laughing. It's a pretty like that's what it actually sounds like around here. Aside from this incredibly professional face that we put on during oh, showtime, indeed, very professional. Speaking of professional, <laughs> over Remember on the our time the alarm went off during the show. Oh my God, we did play that. We put together a little package of that. My mother was here, so because that's what you want happening on a live show with your own mother is an alarm going off that, that nobody n- even knows what it is. We we didn't know what it was. How to turn it off. We, and so nobody came in, and so we fired everyone and replaced them so the next gonna day. So we're going to go to commercial and uh, try and figure out what we're the fuck is l- going on. look Thanks. under the we're table. We're not really, but that's what we did. At the beeping thing. Okay, so I'm checking in with Shea Butters over on our Facebook page, which seems to be alive with commentary, and I just want to say Michael Minch is still laughing because he listened to you describe sex positions from last week and almost passed out. <laughs> So Eric Shaw Quinn. Well, that's a different kind of position. We didn't actually discuss passing out, but well, that we, can be fun too. We played a game called Ask Us Anything, which is, uh, you know, only the type of game that you play if you have a big penis because you know people are going to ask you how big it is and you don't want to lie. Uh, so that should tell you something about me and Eric Shaw Quinn here at the dinner party show. Um, and <laughs> don't make that face. Just buy a sports car and get it over with. <laughs> Look, it's called a midlife crisis. I have to tell you what or happened the to me. The Super Bowl. Oh my God, could they? They shut up talking about it. Like, I really think that the Super Bowl, we should just actually have, I don't know, what is it, 24 of them come together with a bunch of rulers and just let's get it over with. Let's just measure them and the winners can go home with the trophy and we can stop talking about whether or not, have you heard the the ball deflate? No, I don't give a shit. In fact, on the Super Super Bowl Sunday, which is next Sunday, right? We're having a show. Good. If you listen to the dinner party show and you don't give a shit about the Super Bowl, we will be right here with Alec Mappa, the gayest actor on earth. Talking about the secret to successful relationships. That's how we're spending the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> because we don't even know who's playing. They would have to have a bareback orgy at halftime for us to cancel I the still, show next I, week. I, I still I, wouldn't. I would want to see. I, still, just, I would record like, it. If it was One Direction. Like, that's we, what I actually do. I record the Super Bowl every year, and I and then I play it back to watch the commercials and possibly the halftime show. It's Katy Perry this year, so I'll probably watch. Okay, I actually like Katy Perry. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show. It is our Winter Games edition. As we announced earlier in the evening, our guest Jeffrey Self is not with us here tonight. But we hope you've enjoyed playing along anyway. But we're going to be talking about how you're spending the cruelest months of the year over here in California and Florida, (laughs) where it's a balmy 75 degrees. into the 70s. And we'll be also talking about all sorts of other party line messages you left for us on our party line. And I also believe two of our special correspondents are going to be back in a little bit. Brock Excellent. and Bastion oh, are here. they're such a treat. All right. And take it away, random promo. <laughs> I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And I'm Christopher Rice. And why are you looking at me like that, Eric? Well, I just finished reading The Flame, your first erotic romance. And I must say, you know a lot more about a woman's body than I thought. Thank you, I guess. I don't actually think you're the best judge of that. But what Whatever, I'll take the compliment. Truth be told, there are all sorts of bodies on display in the flame, whereas Christopher's body is usually on display on his Facebook page. All right, page. come on now. The Flame is now on sale through the dinnerpartyshow.com and at Amazon. It's the passionate tale of a magical scented candle that helps the person who lights it follow their heart's desires. 
So that's what we're calling it now. Just finish before you ruin the right. promo. Ruin a promo? How could I possibly do that? You mean by singing this song again like I did the last time? Erotic, erotic. I'm Put leaving. Your hands all over my body. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. This is Puffy's a Christmas elf, and I just want to wish you a happy 100th episode. You're my only friends. And now, it's time for Lifestyle Tips from Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple. Warmest greetings, party people. I'm Brock, and this is my life partner, Bastion. And I'm Bastion, and we're here to talk to you about what to do to survive the winter months. That's right, sweeties, when the temperatures plunge into the low 50s. And sometimes even the 40s. Like they do here in West Hollywood. It's time to come in from the pool. And fly to your place in St. Barnes. And lie by your pool there. <laughs> but if St. Barnes is too last season for you, don't despair. Be smart. Make sure your non-profit fundraising, air quotes, is capitalizing on the perception of need generated by undercapitalized government programs. That way, you can buy your own custom-made island in Dubai with your record non-profits. Wait a minute. <laughs> or even an off-the-rack Caribbean key. You have to settle for what's available, but you don't have to put up with a bunch of giggling tourists looking for Leo DiCaprio. Wait a minute. Or Jackson Hole, Aspen, and a sprinkling of other shabby, chic, acceptable winter resorts if you have a hankering to hit the slopes. Or you just want to wear your furs without being hassled by those pesky PETA nuisances. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, just wait a fucking minute. Oh, hi, Christopher. Great to see you. Air quotes. Ladies and girlfriends, it's Christopher Rice, host of this tawdry little internet radio program. The dinner party shot. That you two continue to beg us to be on. I wouldn't say that. Sweetie, we're just trying to help your little show. Air quotes. <laughs> you two have never done anything to help anybody out ever unless there was something in it for you. Define helping. Uh, helping is defined as coming to the aid of someone else. I don't think that's it. I know. Is that a remark? Okay, look. You're friends of Eric's, so you can be on the show, but you have to at least try to stay on topic. How did you get past security? So, it's our 100th episode. And we're so happy for you. Air quotes. And it's our first annual Winter Games. Games? That's right. Fun things to pass the time during the winter months. Define fun. Um, diversions like books you're reading. Reading? Uh, TV shows to binge watch. Uh, indoor projects you can get done around the house or just do for pleasure. That's the definition of fun. Yeah, I don't think that's it. So going to St. Bart's or Gustad or your private Caribbean key isn't fun? Of course it is, but it's not what the show is about. The winter games we're talking about are things you can do for fun without leaving the house. Oh. Oh, I get it. You do? Not really, but I didn't want to be rude. Too late. Oh, so I think I know what you mean. You mean like photoshopping unfashionable people out of your Facebook party pics? Not exactly. What about houseboy interviews? Oh, that's a great guy. Oh. That's not a game. It is if you're not hiring a houseboy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible. We're not as bad as the straight. Air quotes. Personal trainers in the greater West Hollywood area who audition. Air quotes. For our houseboy position. And the key word is possession. <laughs> I get it. What about things that aren't Cruel. Define cruel. You too. Security! Okay, okay, so let me ask you something. If your idea of winter fun is sleezing around your place in St. Bart's, 
what are you doing here? We flew in to do your show. Really? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the worst. But we know how to have a good time. But this is just your drafty, all-glass house in Pretense Canyon, and that's just a recording of the ocean. It's fun to make people think you're having more fun than they are. After all, who would we be without envy? So there's nothing that you two enjoy doing around the house that doesn't involve taking advantage of attractive young men. Christopher, our nonprofit is called Save the Hot Kids. What do you think we're saving them for? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you do anything just for fun? Bastion is right. You really do need to work on your definition of fun, sweetie. There's our car. Where are you two off to? We're sailing the South Sea Islands on the Raging Queen, flagship of Rough Trade Winds All Gay Cruise Line. We've got a first class cabin on the Orgy Deck. Of course you do. We'll be back refreshed and suntan for our Night of a Thousand Oscars party. Nico, Gnar, got the luggage. That's the houseboy's name? Not really. It's just what we call them. We're easily bored, so they're usually not here very long. Then it's too much trouble to learn their actual names. Ready to go, Senor Brooks? Jordan? Don't blow this for me! See you soon, Christopher! Air quotes! I gotta work on my definition of fun. This has been Lifestyle Tips from Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple. Next time, how to make it appear that you are connected to A-listers you've never actually met. Lyle Johnson. And I'm Kyle DeWitt. And we just want to wish you a happy 100th episode of The Dinner Party Show. So we'll be doing two snaps for Jesus and two snaps for Christopher and Eric. Happy anniversary. Excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry to bother you. Do you have a minute? Uh, yeah, sure. I just wanted to ask you one question. Are you on Mates.com? Uh, well, I was. But you're not anymore? No, out of the five guys I had dates with last month, three of them used fake profile photos, and two of them lied about being on parole. Wow, sounds like you're kind of difficult. What? Are you ready to take control of your dating life? Try Mates.com. Its results are proven, unless, you know, you're some kind of pain in the ass nobody's ever good enough for. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Do you have a minute for just one question? Okay, sure. What's up? Are you currently a member of Mates.com? Um, no. I'm actually married. Oh, congratulations. Uh, any chance you met your spouse on Mates.com? No. I met the girl I was seeing before on Mates.com, and she stole all my credit cards. Wow, you had more than one credit card, huh? What were you thinking? What? Mates.com. We dump the world on your doorstep. If you can't find the love of your life somewhere in that pile, it's probably your fault. Uh, miss, a minute for just one question? Uh, sure. Are you a member of Mates.com? <gasps> oh, oh, no, I mean, oh, God, I'm getting, I'm getting triggered. Just, just the name, I mean, oh, the whole thing, it, it lasted three months and he wouldn't feed me and then the cops came and... Uh, <laughs> you probably gave him the wrong idea. Wait! Mates.com. We're one of the largest dating websites on the internet, which means an unending supply of potential partners. Unless you're some horrible bitch nobody likes. Mates.com. Who needs standards when you have us? Hi, I'm Tanya Lee Musgrave, former travel expert for the Dinner Party Show. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Y'all stay put now, all right? You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Hi, this is Jonelle Sams wishing you, Christopher, and you, Eric, a happy 100th episode. And here's hoping that this season, maybe you'll both find husbands. Hi, Twan, Queen of the Stars. Get out, Twan. We fired you at the end of the first season. Get out. Happy 100th episode, goddammit. Most overproduced episode of the 
the dinner party show ever. I'm Christopher Wright. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and we are just dancing in the snow here in beautiful winter Los Angeles. We had a Santa Ana wind event last night. Yeah, it's now (laughs) 75 degrees, and the rest of you are battening down for it. There's a horrible blizzard headed towards the East Coast. Our guest, Jeffrey Self, is also headed towards the East Coast. Good luck, Jeffrey. Which is why he's not here, but we hope he makes it there safely, and he's going to be doing a project called Difficult People with Julie Klausner and Billy Eichner, which is why he couldn't be here tonight. So Because they apparently are more difficult than we are. I think they apparently are offering him a paycheck. Which, which is not as difficult. More than we can offer. So tonight is our winter games edition. It's not just our 100th episode, but we asked you how you are spending the cruelest months of the year. How you are <laughs> fighting cabin fever. How you are entertaining yourself indoors. What you doing for fun. Yeah, so we got some, uh, you know, we got various messages on our party line. And in case this is your first time joining us or listening to us, our party line is 323-PEZ-TDPS, P-E-Z-T-D-P-S. We tolerate everything except for, you know, I, I don't know. What would you have to do on our party line for us not to play I your message? I can't imagine. It Let's, would be, yeah. but, you know, like, it, it could happen. So we have a message from Mike from Durham. This is Mike from Durham. I think I'm going to assume it's Durham, North Carolina, or no? There is no fucking Durham, North <laughs> yes, Carolina. Yes, no, there is Durham, North Carolina. Oh, is there? Okay. Yes, well, no, it's Durham, Tunisia. <laughs> I thought it was Raleigh. I got confused. I get confused, Eric. It's hard to keep geography up with you. You're so smart. Really, geography really is a stumper. Hey, Eric. Hey, Christopher. It's Mike calling from Durham, North Carolina. Hey, congratulations on the 100th episode. That's very cool. Um, I've been listening since the beginning, and so it's it's really awesome that you've gone this far, and here's to another 100. So, anyways, you asked what, you know, what I and other party people are doing for the winter, and I, um, one thing that I've kind of been doing lately is I've been doing things that I wouldn't normally consider doing, like, you know, normally I am a fan of, you know, silent films and porn films, so... I've been trying to watch more action films, and, you know, I always read classics when it comes to books, and so I've been doing mystery. So I've been trying to do things differently, you know, to, you know, do something new and different. So I would say I would challenge both of you. So say in the coming weeks, you know what, do something you haven't done before, or do something new, or try something different that you would normally do. I would say think out of the box. So that would be my thought. Anyways, congratulations, and take care. Cheers. Well, thank you, Mike, for turning that question around into a little piece of direction for us here on the Dinner Party Show. Do you think I should date a woman? What's yeah, right, going absolutely. On? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think with the word's out. I don't think that's going to go okay, over. Okay, but we're going to do a little game of point-counterpoint here because, and this put your mentalist cap on, Eric Shawquin. Okay, so Mike from Durham, North Carolina, which we've just established. Durham <laughs> is in North Carolina, which only yes, I didn't know. Apparently. And it helped that he actually said Durham, North Carolina. Right. Not unclear. He said, uh, you know, he answered the question, what he's been doing to while away the winter months. Well, Courtney from South Carolina uh-huh. left her own message, and I'd just like you to listen to the From the crazier piece. Carolina? Yeah, the, well, it's just a little way south of the North Carolina. <laughs> That's geography, which you're apparently such a fan of now, guy who can't add three numbers in a row. Okay. That geography, that's geometry. <laughs> know the fucking difference between geography and geometry. <laughs> Do you? Do you Let, really? Let's just, just listen to Courtney. Party people, listen to Courtney. Safety is our number one priority. Tell me what doesn't add up between our party line messages from Mike in Durham, North Carolina, and Courtney from somewhere South Carolina. Okay. Hi, Christopher and Eric. This is Courtney calling from North Carolina. Wait, I've been fuck. listening to the show for a little over a year now. This is my first time calling <laughs> in. I was calling to say happy 100 episodes, and I'm looking forward to the episode tonight. Hopefully, I'll hear my message. As far as the what are you doing uh, in the winter months question, we actually haven't had a bad winter here this boom, year boom, compared boom, boom. to the car exploding snowmageddon what? of last year. So I'm kind of my fingers crossed that it's going to stay pretty balmy. Anyway, I love you guys, and I hope you have a great night with the 100th episode, and yeah, bye. Okay, even though I fucked up again, my point point is even more right, because Courtney said North Carolina is having an easy, balmy winter, and Mike from Durham did not say any such thing. He said he's been having to do things differently, so I'm just going to say, nothing gets past us, party people. Although I would also say... So, Courtney, thanks for calling, and uh, I'm glad that was your first time. I hope it's not your last. And uh, the next time you call, I'd like to know about the car blowing up part of last winter. Like, you just sort of glossed over that. But, like, 
I think it was sort of the buried the lead thing. Like, I, you know, I'm glad it's balmy in North Carolina, but... Well, you remember last winter. I mean, last winter shut down Atlanta, remember? Last winter was like... <laughs> with a quarter of an inch of <laughs> that, That's true, but it was had to do with schools and people driving. Last winter... My was... sister was running for mayor of Atlanta by the time that crisis was over where they opened the schools and then closed everything all at the same time just as the snow started. Oh, everybody, everybody. Everybody was stuck in traffic for 23 and hours. Everybody and everybody from was Atlanta furious. was figuring, trying to figure out how it should be done. I mean, the problem was they had a snowfall in Atlanta that was unprecedented. I mean, if you don't, if you're not, if, if the snow fell here in Los Angeles, Can you imagine? we would look like fucking international be, yes. assholes. It we would, would be like the it would be like some horrible natural catastrophe. It would it really, just people be, would just go insane. It would be unbelievable. Okay, there's something really important yes. is happening tonight. Yes, there is, and we're involving the party people because it's you know a decision we want to make together. Yes, Shay has posted pictures of different reading glasses because I couldn't make up my mind on the Facebook page, and everybody's voting for their favorites. So, And we're getting comments in. in already. Mike Martinez from Chicago says, the clear frames make you look like Ben Franklin with better hair. A little bit. And no gout, hopefully. I uh, hope not. Go Colleen not. Scott says they're boring, and you're boring. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't say that second part. Colleen. Sharon Haas says they give you a more serious educational look. Okay, you don't need anything. The to, clear ones? You don't need to be made any more educational, Big Mouth. So let's let, let's ditch that pair right away. I'm gonna. This is going to be brutal. We're going to be come to blows. By the <laughs> we end want of this. some ignorant glasses. Well, I've got some that have, like, um, flamingos and... Tequila glasses on the middle. <laughs> I should have brought those in for right. a serious look. Well, so, anyway, so vote for your favorite pair, and uh, maybe that's what I'll do. We'll keep tabs on the uh, results from that election as the evening continues. And now, because we were such dickheads about Florida yet again during the Not Report, <laughs> we're going to go to a party line Sorry. message from our favorite Florida resident, Amy Bellino. Hi, this is Amy Bellino from Hi, Miami Amy. Beach. In response to your question, how do I keep myself entertained during the winter months? Well, here are a few things that I enjoy doing during the winter in Miami Beach. In November, I went to the Miami Book Fair International, which has become a model for other literary fairs across the country, cool. where I got to listen to Vicki Wilson interview Anne Rice, and I received a big hug from Beckett. Every December, I look forward to Art Basel. Our town is the favorite winter meeting place for the international art world. Right. In January, there is Art Deco Week, which is held on the world-famous Ocean Drive. The festival features classic car shows and parade, a vintage fashion show, and guided tours, which includes an LGBT tour that spotlights the histories of gays and lesbians in Miami Beach and puts that history into a wider national context. I stole that part from the website. I live one block from the Bath Museum of Art and can often be found chilling out in their Egyptian room with the mummy or admiring their Botticelli's. I do not go to the beach this time of year because even though the sun may be warm, the ocean is freaking cold. On this frigidly cold 75-degree afternoon, I'm in the kitchen making ugly oranges for the public works department because someone sent my husband home with a bushel of ugly oranges. Next week, they want an ugly orange cake. <laughs> it's such a rough life down here, guys. Brutal. I don't know how I shall persevere until springtime. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Well, I think Amy's going to do great with the Florida Chamber My of goodness, Commerce, I, don't absolutely. you? Absolutely. She's their new director of tourism. That was a rather intoxicating description. I We used to spend time in Miami when I was younger. The My ugly mom oranges. There. The were ugly big oranges draw. are new, though. I've never heard of Ugly those. orange cake. That's what I'm dying to see what that means. You'll have to post a picture of this ugly orange cake. so that Or the ugly oranges. I, I don't know what would constitute an ugly orange. I don't but. either. I feel like it's a, it's a, like a rare breed of orange. Like we're going to take regular oranges, oranges and make them ugly. Ugly oranges. Ugly and, oranges yeah. and... Uh, Maybe so. Naval oranges. Donut oranges. Okay, so speaking of Vicki Wilson, who Amy mentioned, my mom and Vicki Wilson appeared together at the Miami Book Festival earlier in the year. Last night, we all... Right? The three of us did an event together at the Rancho Mirage Writers Festival. Something for people to, to come in from the cold in Palm yes, Springs. it was and just... Rancho Mirage. Brutal. To, uh, I think it was 65. Oh, I no. mean, it was an existential, God, soul-searching really moment yes, for all I of us. expect so. So, on stage, we were asked by our moderator, Pat Morrison, who many people will remember, at least here in Southern California, from her radio 
radio show for many years. I actually think she's back on the radio now, but she was a great moderator, and she asked Mom and I about our erotica. And so we had a prolonged and explicit conversation about the difference between erotic romance and erotica. Interesting. During which I could not see the audience because the lights on stage were so bright. Like they are. And a few minutes after we concluded this rather explicit discussion. They raised the lights on the audience so that people could come up to microphones and ask questions, and I was staring out at a sea of my grandmother. (laughs) A sea of dignified senior women in front of whom I might not have had a conversation about erotica had I been able to take in their countenances and their bearing, if you will. But who would be a greater appreciator of erotica? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was fun. God Um, gave us memories so that we could have Roses in the wintertime. What's and he that gave us from? Erotica so that even after people were no longer interested in us, we could still have a good time <laughs> on a Friday night. Hey, listen, erotica is so that the people who aren't interested in us now or whenever or wherever we are in our lives will be interested in us in our fiction. I mean, right. that's really... Right, absolutely. I mean, I, that's what I said. A friend of mine was like, should I write an erotic romance? And I said, basically, go back to the relationship with the hottest person you've ever been involved with that didn't work out. And use your pen and make it work out. Right. That's how you do it, you know? At least. And we're launching into Romance Month. In February will be Romance Month here at the Dinner Party And show. I think we're in the process of reeling in a rather big guest, but I can't say anything at this current time. But Alec time. will be here next week to talk about relationships. Yeah, that'll be how great. How to make a relationship last. He's married and has married a kid. Married and, and has a kid, and, and we'll find out why we aren't. And Jamie hasn't killed him yet, so we'll, yeah. that's what I'm dying to know. I was actually on Alec's radio show earlier this week, and, oh, yeah? and he said the secret to a successful relationship was having sex with your partner every night of the week. So I, I think... I think that sounds like a, be a good really show. good plan. Okay, so good. So we're off to a good start. Then there's um, then there's other romantic events. We're will on um, the your interviews with the Romantic Times. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Participants, and, and, and then I, we've got a big surprise maybe for the end of the month. So we can't tell you now. But, 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 we'll but cross but, but, your fingers. Don't leave out the most important part, which is my it's, it's self promotion, as it always is on the dinner party show. Self promotion or talking about porn. Uh, my first full-length erotic romance novel, The Surrender Gate, releases in the first, I believe, second week of February. So we will be talking Very about that exciting. more. And you can pre-order it now at thedinnerpartyshow.com if you like the nasty. So it's Romance Month here at The Dinner Party Show. February is Romance Month. We don't mind there being romance in January, too. We're all about the romance We're here at The Dinner Party Show. We're all about the romance as long as it's capable of melting our bitter, jaded hearts. So you went and did uh, the... Rancho Mirage International Book Festival? Writers Festival. It was actually a great festival, very well put together. But before we talk about that again, can I just mention here that Shea Butters is texting us updates about the SAG Awards. Oh, right. And he's texting so many, I think he's actually spending more time watching the SAG Awards than he is listening to our show. I swear to God. I'm being told that uh, J.K. Simmons has won the SAG Award for Foxcatcher. Um, um, is that right, or did he? No, win? no it's, it's for Whiplash. Whiplash. Fox Shea, is okay, Shay is paying more attention to our show than he is the there it is. <laughs> Um Oh, and uh oh, uh oh, we have a movement apparently among Talitha Wagner and Jesse Colton. They want to bring Tuan back. Tuan, oh, Queen of the Stars. All do right. They? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was such an asset. Yeah, he really was. Well, we're gonna take a short break here on the Dinner Party Show, and then we'll be back with more of your party line messages. And this one really will be a short break, as more, opposed to yeah, that as last. To our last break. Well, they were hearing from Brock and Bastion. Right, which was pretty fun. You were the one doing stuff in the bathroom to yourself. (laughs) Well, it is Romance Month coming up. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. Hi, I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and The Vines, the new thriller from my co-host Christopher Rice, is now on sale at thedinnerpartyshow.com and from Amazon. It's the dark, suspenseful tale of a young woman who awakens a sinister force from the soil underneath her restored plantation home outside New Orleans. Buy it if you dare. How is that? Uh, maybe more Russian. Russian? Nothing in the book is Russian. Well, I know, but it's kind of a fun accent. I'm leaving. 
okay, maybe do it like you're being eaten by a plant. Yeah, still leaving. That's the promo, Brandon. Clean it up and put it on the feed. I'll be at lunch. Whatever. Okay, The Vines, my latest supernatural thriller featuring killer plants, crazy ghosts, and a whole lot of suspense. It's now on sale at thedinnerpartyshow.com and from Amazon, with no help from Eric Shaw Quinn. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Happy 100th episode, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Buzz Kilton from the Bay Area. Happy 100th episode, Christopher and Eric. Maybe by the 200th, you'll have told the truth of yourselves. Welcome back to the Winter Games edition, our 100th episode of the Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and I feel like I should be wearing a crown. You are wearing a crown. Don't spoil the surprise. Oh, there it is. I forgot I had it. That's where that is. It's on my head. It I would my like to time. post some breaking news from our Facebook page. Courtney Carter Giron. Giron. I'm just going to call her Giron. Courtney Giron. Giron. She's posted a photo on the page of the car that blew up and caused a massive pileup on the freeway that caused an eight-hour traffic jam. Oh, my God. This Ouch. was somewhere in South South Carolina. I don't know if uh, I'm not going to do any more geography tonight because I fucked up then so bad earlier. Stop saying South Carolina because no North one Carolina. from South Carolina has called us. <laughs> no one, but they will call to complain that we keep identifying people from North Carolina as being from there. I think first they'll probably call state. to complain that you refer to them as the crazier Carolina. They are the crazier Carolina. They've proved it. Although yeah. recently North Carolina has been giving them a run for their money. <laughs> All right, we've got a message. This is maybe. Maybe my favorite party line message we have ever received. Here goes. This is Destiny. I was at Undent Con. And there we go. Destiny learns how to use the phone live on the dinner party show. <laughs> Destiny, we're not sure what happened, but call us back, 323-PEZ-TDPS, and we'll... Thanks for playing. We hope the rest of that message was not, we're, I'm aware of a threat to your studio, and you shouldn't go in and do your show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are with another message, this one from Shane Chase. Hi, Chris, Eric, and Butters. Uh, just, this is Shane Chase from Portland, Oregon. Hi, I just Shane. wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. I have either been present or listened to every episode, and you guys just keep me laughing. So uh, keep doing a great job. You guys rock, and uh, hugs from Portland. Ah, so... Shane, what's the difference between listening and being present? We we welcome you. However, you... Shane was here. You didn't. He's been here. No, <laughs> like, he's been like outside in the parking lot. In the lot. lobby yeah, or in the parking lot. That's really God. That's he's so a devoted. jumper. Like in that movie with Hayden Christensen, nobody saw from Portland, Maine. Right? No, that's... Portland, Oregon. I actually met oh. Shane at the Bram Stoker Awards, where I lost to Stephen King. There was supposed to be a sound effect, I guess, or something there. <laughs> but I met Shane. He... Yes, boo. Thank you. I realize I'm in charge of the sound effects, but I just have too much You've to do. You've been long-listed, I'm you? on the preliminary ballot this year. The Vines is on the preliminary you ballot. You haven't for... been nominated I... yet. They're very clear. You are not a nominee until the voting membership weighs in and they winnow it down from 10 to 5. They are... but, Wow, they are clear about but that. But the other thing that was also true is that Stephen King is not even on the long list. No, so he's not. So not be on the short so list. Who so knows? maybe your chances are better this year. <laughs> I figure everybody says that every year that Stephen King isn't nominated. Right? Like, this, is oh, the, this is my big chance. I have a shot. But yes, so that's been very exciting. Shane, it was good to hear from you again, and it was nice to meet you last year in Portland, Oregon. We have another party line message. This one is from Regis Harden, and I believe there's a question. Hello, this is Regis Harden from Alcroft, PA. I was just wondering, since you guys got me into Hannibal... What TV shows are you looking forward to? Um, and what TV shows would you like to go away altogether? That's my question. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> That's so mean. Well, there's so and we're such sweet we're people. So, Why on earth don't would make you, us yeah. be mean, Regis. Don't oh, make us so snark. against our nature. Um, well, you know, like Blacklist comes back. Oh yeah, I can't hardly wait. That's after the. There's two episodes. It's going to be one right after the Super Bowl. And then, so you'll have to record like a five-hour window of Super Bowl because you never know when those oh, things are going to fuck. fucking be over. And then there's the second part. It's a two-parter. The second part will be on Thursday now. So I'm very excited about that. And there's a new show that comes on after it called Allegiance. Allegiance. I'm on the fence. I don't know. Have you seen the lead? 
Um, yeah, he's a cutie pie. Yeah, he's so a that, pie. That, that should help. He's but a little it, tall for me, I think. I don't know. He seems tall on that billboard. The billboard's so much taller <laughs> than I am. It's above the street level, so it's really hard to tell. Yeah, I, um, we are both fans of State of Affairs, and if the latest ratings are any indication, yeah. we're in a, a ever-shrinking minority. This thing happens at NBC. We actually had a guest on in our first season, Laura Benanti, who talked about this. She was on a show with uh, Matthew Perry called... Um, therapize me or I don't know what I can't even remember the lead-in yeah, was the voice or... it was a group therapy sitcom and the lead-in was the that reality game show the voice and once they took that away their ratings completely collapsed and apparently the same thing has happened to state of affairs which I'm sorry to say because it's a well-written show and Nick Vera is is dirty hot he's a dirty hot man he's a this dirty, is why dirty, I would like to be man. not well Oh, not entirely because he's a dirty hot man, but this is why I would like, I've always hoped that I would marry a billionaire who would let me manage his television network because they've forgotten all the reality programming has caused them to forget how to program scripted television. You Like reality stuff is only fun. Like nobody cares about the episode of American Idol the following week. You don't, Nobody's going to watch a rerun of that. It's never going to be a, mm-hmm. a Netflix binge watch. Whereas with scripted, it's a more sort of refined and acquired taste, and you have to let it sit long enough for people to find it, get into the plot, and become – and they don't do it. When it doesn't get those Super Bowl ratings that those game show slash Mm -hmm. reality show things that they put on do, they take them off the air. Yeah. You, you let people get introduced during the voice, but then you leave it on for a year. All of the 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 great hits, the the super shows on NBC, the St. Elsewhere's and the what was the name of the Hill Street Blues, right, and all right. of those shows were shows that didn't do well when they put them on the air, and then they just let them sit there and they found and built their audience. And over people time. people want to blame this on the the rise of the little cable netlets and, and streaming services like Amazon and Netflix, but it was like this before. I mean, it's been like this. You were pointing out that Brandon Tartikoff was really the last big TV executive who would be patient and let shows sit for a while and develop audiences like you're describing. Right, and he was dying of cancer, so you know nobody had less reason to be patient than him. Right, and yet he was, and, and really, yet he was. Yeah. yeah, I wish I wish it just I wish it. Just a trait that uh, that network executives would find again. Anyway, do we have more questions? Uh, no, we don't, but I need to play Destiny's uh, phone call again. This is Destiny. I was at Unbent Con. I want our party people to fill in what they thought the rest of that message was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I do. What's the rest of this story? Now, that's really, that's a great, like, Destiny, we hope that your everything is okay, but that's all the message we really got. That... Um, I will say Shea Butters has informed me that Scarina's Vault on Twitter, that is an actual Twitter handle, says that if you want ignorant glasses, you can just take out one lens of whatever <laughs> glasses you're going to pick. We are we are in the heated throes of an election on the Facebook page for the Dinner Party Show with our party people. Which pair of reading glasses like is going to be? These are in the lead. She so says these you're putting are them the, on. These are the black frames. She says this is leading, the, the smaller black frames. Buffy Peterson says the larger frames are, quote, super fucking cute. You can go from dapper to fine gentleman to naughty librarian. Oh, <laughs> that's hot. Yeah, my, I could put my hair in a bun. Uh, Rene Gautier says they're kind of girly. Well, God forbid. All right. Well, then that works for um, yeah. that works. Which one? The Eric little Shark the one. little black ones are kind of girly. Which ones? Yeah, the or ones the that are in the lead. The ones that, ones are, that are in the lead are kind of girly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we like girls, so whatever. And God knows, nobody's ever walked in and gone, "Wow, he's so butch." No. Could no. he tone it down a little bit? I had a very funny Ignorant experience. Glasses. I don't think That's I, really I told you about this experience. But, okay, so we were talking about the Bram Stoker Award. Oh, Christopher yes. makes it about himself again. It's all about Christopher. When I lost. The Bram Stoker Awards, I experienced a midlife crisis, otherwise known as posting a nearly nude selfie on social media. Uh. A friend contacted me the other night to express concern because he was chatting with somebody. He was texting some guy. I don't know who it was who um, shared that picture with him. And my friend said, how did you get this picture? And the, the guy who was texting said, uh, he and I are hanging out, which we're not. It's a total lie. I don't know who the guy is. And so my friend decided to bless me out for sharing very revealing photos of myself with people I don't know very well, um, you know, that I'm texting or apparently meeting never online. Met. And was completely unaware that the photo in question I posted to all of my Facebook followers on my public profile. So 
I, it was funny when it happened, that's Eric Shawquin. Great story. Yeah, I, that's yeah. I smell many series. Yeah, it was it was very funny. <laughs> Look, our guest fucking canceled. All right, we were supposed to be here talking with Jeffrey Self so, about the fact that we were so relieved he was aside here. Aside from alone. posting revealing pictures of yourselves for strangers on the internet, what else are you doing for fun during the? Because we can play the winter games too. You know, we're not having winter. Last night I had a lovely drive. That's a terrible excuse. It's true. We're new. It's 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 seventy five degrees here in beautiful Los Angeles today. I sat uh, outside. I did yoga. I drank wheatgrass, and I masturbated to twink porn. It's what everybody in L A does all the time. It's 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 a it's a living here. And then I watched it's a living with Angelian, where they're all waitresses at the Bonaventure. Yeah. And uh, you know, no, I um I this is the time. Right now, um, I'm in between projects, if you don't count the dinner party show. And as you've been telling me for about the 12 or 13 years we've been friends, I need some hobbies. I don't have God hobbies. Knows. And worry is not a hobby. If no. it was a hobby, I would Which be fully occupied all the time. If worry and caffeine consumption were hobbies, I would be set. But I'm not. So I'm going to maybe collect some coins or learn how to bake shit or I don't know. Like do something that you actually have fun doing? I don't have fun doing a lot of stuff except worrying. You yeah, know, that's like really, worrying about yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's really paying off. Like that, yeah, like that whole lot. Uh, I'm here doing attack. this fabulous radio show with you. You're, you're, you caused that anxiety attack. It's my fault. Even though you were homesick and we hadn't spoken all day. And I was like, I'm don't so come to the emergency room. You're sick. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I, if the party people have suggestions for hobbies, I'm all ears. Everybody says cooking is a good one, and I've started to do – I can make steak and chicken. I can oh, I remember some. your announcement about discovering to, how to make chicken. That was – It was well, – what was my It was like – yeah, it was like right there, just one click back from the salt vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it was, I didn't, I didn't ask for help. It was you had great. You have to have eaten the chicken that I made before I knew how to cook chicken. I bought a George Foreman grill. Nobody's, nobody's still alive today who had that experience. They're <laughs> I, all gone. I so made, we'll have to take your word for I it. I made chicken jerky is really what happened. I would, I would cook all these things on the grill and I wouldn't marinate them in anything and I wouldn't season them correctly. And then I would expect them to keep for a week. And by day thir- by Thursday, I would be chewing this chicken jerky while I was watching my programs, and it was um, it was the worst experience. So when I when you told me to actually let the chicken sit in olive oil, oh thank God, one minute left in the show. <laughs> I can stop talking about this chicken. <laughs> I chicken. And next week I'll talk about what I'm doing on the during. Well, yeah, the winter. what are you doing? Well, it's too late now. We're out of time. You didn't have anything. <laughs> You didn't have anything. You're just covering. You you were you're no. That's watching. not true. Like I've actually been like going back and finding old television series on Netflix and researching different mystery shows because I used up all of my favorite mysteries. Miss Fisher and the Middlebrow Murders. Have all, <laughs> they're called the, all mid, gone. the Midsummer Murders. They're all the gone now, people. and um and uh, I've used up all the the, the backlog. So now I'm if trying there's to find a British woman that's found a dead body in a garden, Eric has watched I her do it. I will be watching her do it. Um, now yeah. he's just watching live feeds of British women walking around their villages. That's that's the new Which thing. Which is as close as I can get. And I've re, I've restarted my um, Doctor Who um, Yes, Oprah, Doctor Who. Which is really fun. And uh, yeah, I got a new, I've been decorating. I got new, new, oh, we're out of time. Well, oh, we're out of time here on the Dinner Party Show. If you're just joining us, Jeffrey Self wasn't here. <laughs> he had to cancel. Still not here. He got a job in New York City. Next week, we're joined by Alec Mappa. We'll be talking about the secrets to successful relationships while everybody else watches the Super Bowl. So call the TDPS hotline. Yeah, we want to hear your secret to successful What's relationships. What's your secret for successful relationship or your questions about re- relationship. But yeah, but what we want is your secrets for how you make a relationship work. And I will just remind everybody that the winner of the new reading glasses competition it. are the black frames. Yay, black frames. The little black frames. They're the little black frames and they're the winner. There you are. And I also want to say for the first time, which we always forget to say, if you're just joining us and you want to hear this entire show, we will post a podcast tomorrow. The encore performances will begin an hour from now. We need an hour to format the show, so last week's show will play next, and then this all-new episode, our 100th episode of The Dinner Party Show, will begin at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, free of Jeffrey Self. (laughs) I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks.
I've been to a marvelous party. The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, bringing you interviews with some of the hottest celebrities who made the mistake of taking Christopher and Eric's call. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And this Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, and we could not care less. Not one bit. That's why we invited our good friend, one of the gayest actors on earth, to join us for a discussion about what else... Dating. That's right. This Sunday, February 1st, Alec Mappa joins us to discuss the secret to successful relationships. Or as we like to call them, touchdowns. Actually, that's what I call the thing that starts the successful relationship. Yes, I know, which is why we should all probably have a talk about it. Oh, great. The Dinner Party Show, a new live cast, begins airing every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at thedinnerpartyshow.com or through our free mobile app. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, where all of our shows are available for free anytime you want to listen.